Support for 100 Watts in a Wire is provided by BioNO Power. If you're looking for a power solution, check out BioNO Power, offering the best performance lithium phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B I O E N N O P O W E R.com. Or contact dealers nationwide. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, well, good evening and hello to everyone. There's Uncle Paul. You can possibly hear Uncle Paul. There we go. Good Lord. Must mute the gun. Uncle Paul is running tonight. He's doing the HF net. Good evening to you. Good morning. Good afternoon, depending on when you are listening. My name is Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Welcome to episode 315 of the 100 Watts in a Wire podcast. We are live streaming on Sundays. You can watch the show live. Take it with you at any time. Tonight we're talking about the Carolina Wyndham. And I must be bringing in here Sidecar Steve from the great state of Washington. Good evening, sir. Good morning. Good afternoon. You never know when the people are listening. Hello, Christian. And... <laughs> Hi, everybody. What's going on uh, with you tonight? We're going to pick up uh, an interesting topic and tell a little bit more mm -hmm. of our story. We've got a little bit of a saga going. This is what I, I kind of consider 100 Watts in a Wire, this sort of documentary-style look at ham radio. You know, what what is happening to us today leads what we're talking about in a certain way. And a couple of weeks ago... I put the hex beam down, and we've talked about that in a couple of episodes, probably 313, 314, and I've got an open slot now. And so, you know, I guess I was probably thinking, you know, what am I going to do, Steve? I don't know what to do. Oh. Yes, and, you were. You were kind of in a dilemma. Oh, a little bit. I'm thinking, you know, what am I going to do? And I'm going to turn down Uncle Paul here a little bit. Uh, he is, uh, he's going to be running, it looks like he's going to be running tonight on, uh, what's the frequency now? Let me turn around and look at it, because it changed a little bit. He had a... Uh, 72, 36? 72, 36. Somewhere around, yes. Okay. Something yeah. like that. And we'll put that up on the screen. For the folks who are watching it, 72, yeah, 36, is. you can see that on the screen now. Uncle Paul is running the Sunday evening net on HF, 40 meters. Anywho... You know, the hex beam cost me, it set me back some hundreds of dollars. It wasn't quite at that. Well, I don't know. But, you know, by the time you put the rotor in. Okay, it's, the, it's a, it was the, an investment. Yeah, it was about, a bit. about 600 maybe for the antenna, if mm -hmm. I'm remembering right. I know it was sort of an early beta model. You know, I think it, I've had some antennas that have been, I've become the master beta, if you get that <laughs> sad uh, joke. And, you know, just some things have been run out, like, try it, try this, tell me what you think kind of deal, and I've done mm -hmm. that. And I think they've, when they hit the market, they become more improved. But anyway, I, I remember probably paying six bills for the for the thing, and there's probably another four or three-something for the rotor, you get the gal, you know, so you're in it maybe a grand. And the Let's mast, just, and everything, everything else. You get the mast, everything and the tilt thing, and all this, and the time, and mm -hmm. the... So I was. I was feeling a little bit like, I don't know, bro. Like I broke up with the hex beam, you know. It was, it was that kind of feeling. 
But it opened up a slot, and uh, Steve, who is the probably the most optimistic man in ham radio, was like, and he reaches down, and he, here's your next antenna. Literally, go back to, like, episode 313 or whatever it was, and he pulls up this Carolina wind, and I'm like, ooh, what's that? And it's he's got it. And he boxes it up. And one day, as I'm sitting here, like, I don't know, I guess I'm just going to... I don't know, another dipole, a vertical, what to do? You know, all this sort of stuff. And in the mail comes, and uh, for our people that are viewing this somehow on our YouTube channel, it comes in the box, and it looks like this. And you can see that this antenna has got a lot of playing time. And I say that with the utmost respect. I was really excited. I saw it. I was like, damn, look at this thing. This thing looks like... It's been through the gallops and the all this out there uh, in Washington State. You know, he's out there in the wind. He's got this thing up. And if it's good enough for sidecar, Steve, well, damn it. I'm... So, Even the owls sat on that antenna. Yeah, you sent me a, a picture of the owl uh, yeah, sitting up there. a number of years ago. <laughs> and I think you hung it up a little bit differently than... Then I have it sort of like in a dipole, off-center fed kind of figuration. I think it wasn't. It, it was in a, a dipole. It was oh, you did? strung up on the by the ends, and uh, but it was up about 35, 30, 35 feet, mm-hmm. right above the house. It was uh, it was perfect. And this was and, for so you've got a shack. Not to tip the hand too much to, to Steve's uh, layout there, but you've got a shack that's out away from your crib. And then you've mm-hmm. got like a station in the house, right? Was this your in the house antenna? That was the in the house. Well, when we first moved to this uh, house, uh, I didn't have the shop shack um, like I do now, and I um, I needed something to get on the air real quick. Sure. And so I, a uh, uh, number of people that I've known around here in the Northwest, they kept talking about this antenna, and I was like, well, I got the space. Let me throw it up. I need something quick. And uh, it was up for eight, nine years, ten years. It was up, and uh, I used it uh, in the uh, the house shack. <laughs> and then when I built the shop and uh, and the current uh, layout that we have here behind me, and uh, it, uh, it stayed there. And then uh, I just had to... I know this is first world problems. I had two stations, <laughs> one in the house and one out here in the shop. And uh, so I uh, eventually took the radios out of the, the house and brought them out here. And um, and then the antenna stayed up for another year or so. And then I I finally uh, I brought it down and, and then coiled it up. And then when uh, you had the... Uh, you know, gave the dear John letter to the uh, to the hex or dear hex letter. Then uh, it was like I got an antenna for you because uh, it was a very successful antenna for what it is. It uh, I was skeptical in the beginning, but I was very impressed for what it could do and uh, and for what it is. Yeah, and I really now I can publicly thank you. Of course, we've done this all in private, but I. I put it up. I spent some time. It was a little longer than I anticipated. I thought I had measured it out because there's a certain amount of length on each side, almost like an off-center fed, longer on one end, shorter. I had the shorter side fi- figured out. And then I figured I'm going to get this thing up 
About 45 feet was my original thought. And I spent a lot of time out there dicking in the ground in the tree. I mean, it looks like Tinseltown. Like when the leaves fall, I've got nuts hanging up. (laughs) It's, you know, all kinds of stuff. So anyway, I messed around and I'm like, it was one of those times where you're like, you know what? This is the last throw. It's getting dark. I need to get inside now. And it went up in this miracle position. And I got it up to about 50 feet now. And so, long story short, in the number one slot here at K0STH, we've got this Wyndham antenna. And let me show it to you again, because when it came out of the box, I sent Steve a text, and I'm like, do I hang it up? Like He's got this text. I'm like, do I hang it up? Like, And I'm trying to, like, what the hell? Like, I'm going to have to twist what the, the coax. What am I dealing with? Yeah, because I've never hung one of these things before. And I'm like, two sort of Balin type of things. And I was like, what? This is so... And I could see the hook down there on the bottom left side of your screen. I knew that's where the rope went. I could see the wire. But where you put your coax was kind of like, is this how it is? And I, I could feel the no dumbass. You got to just take that <laughs> off, and then you'll see. Lay it out. No, it didn't. It didn't come across yeah. like that. But I looked at it. And I was like, "This is curious because yeah. it's a new look." Yeah. For Once me. you opened it up and laid it out, then it it, it made perfect sense. I don't obvious. understand it, but I did hang it the right way, and I could see what mm-hmm. happened. And it saved me. Geez, I don't know. Fifteen. You would know these measurements, but I don't know that between those two pieces. Again, for the people watching this. Those two separate by maybe 15 feet, I'm guessing, and it saved me that much. You see that sort of gray cable there. It's, it's 22 feet. 22 feet. There you go. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. I actually have... Because I was worried with the, the actual height that I could get it, that I was going to maybe be pulling my coax so snug because the hex beam didn't uh-huh. need all that coax. It, it was up roughly 25 feet, whatever. But uh, it turns out like that actually saved me quite a bit of distance, mm-hmm. so I have uh, plenty. So what I want to do, I want to show a couple of pictures. Hello to the people who have come by. I see Todd there. Pastor Joe is here tonight. Good to see Don and Mark, Marty, and our friends uh, from around the way. Hello to Wes and uh, the other Thanks John. Thanks, everybody, for being DJ. here. Good to have you guys here. Thanks for coming by. Appreciate you. There we go. Let, let me... Um, let me uh, show another photograph of this hanging. And Steve, you can you can see this is just the uh, the ballon portion of it. What, what, mm-hmm. what are we looking at here? You can tell I've spread these. You're, you're looking at the um, the four to one ballon that's uh, at the top, and then uh, uh, to the right and the left are the uh, are the wires, and um, one's longer than the other, like an off center fed dipole, and it's pretty much uh, uh, what it is. It's an off center fed dipole with a little little extra so um and you know what it's bare wire you know i always <laughs> thought that uh mfj sent me an antenna one time to try out i was like okay thanks and i didn't have the space i didn't have the need quite frankly to, to do anything like that and, and we don't really do reviews of antennas maybe one day i'll put it up there and see but it was bare wire and it's shiny and i'm like i've never ever hung an antenna up that was bare wire and this one completely bare wire 
and uh, he's had it up there so long, you can see where it's uh, it's not the shiny copper. It, it has a patina to it. Yeah, patina. Yep, that's patina, the word. But when I first got it, it was it uh, it was uh, shiny, shiny wire. Yeah, and I've never done that before. And you know what? I have trouble seeing it. I thought, you know, I'm gonna. I'm, this thing's going to be so shiny and, and hit every piece of light. You know, the dumb nope. things you think about or I think about. Like, I have a trouble well, when seeing it. Well, when it's brand spanking new, it is. Yeah. Yeah. When it's brand new, it's uh, shiny and people notice it because people like shiny new things. Shiny new things, man. Uh, hello to Rosa for the first time in a while. Good to see you, KM6. Hi, Rosa. Papa, Romeo, Charlie. You. You're 5'9". Plus 5. Plus five here coming into uh, Missouri. Good to see you. Good to see you. Let me show you uh, number three, and we can talk about that, what we're looking at, how these sort of antennas work, Steve, and, and what to expect from this antenna. So here you can see, look closely, guys. I had to zoom in a bit. You see the, the oak tree, the limb there, okay, the, the tallest one in the center of your screen. That's 50 feet up. You see the rope I got over there? It's like magical toss. Sadly, there is so much other fishing line and stuff up there that I may hear about it lately or later, but uh, maybe not. And there's that piece down below, 22 feet below that. What is that? Is that a choke? What is that, Steve? Yes, that is a one-to-one choke. And um, so it. Uh, so yeah, we, we in the past we've talked about um, balance and. Uh, and why we want to use balance and and the point was to keep common mode currents off our coax and the common mode current basically is the current coming down on the outside of your coax back to your shack so we've always talked about we want a current mode we want a current balance we want to choke everything off so we don't want to we bring that down but because we're using a 4 to 1 balance voltage balance at the top of that 22 foot run of coax it allows, just by the nature of its design, it allows the RF to come down that 22-foot section of coax, and it now becomes a radiator. It becomes, and that's what makes the Carolina Wyndham a little bit different than any other. Uh-oh. We just lost Steve. He froze up a little bit there. I'll come back. And I want to show you, though, real quickly, and I'll take this picture away for those who are watching at home. And we'll reconnect with Steve, having a little bit of an internet issue tonight. But on your radio, we have a uh, HF net going on. I've got the sexy meters up. And here comes Steve. And we'll reconnect with Steve. But uh, we're listening now to Paul, who's running in the net. He is on 40 meters. If you're uh, watching the show live, we have a net that's going on. 7236, friends. 7236. All right. And Steve's back, so we'll bring him back on there. It's just one of those days. It's all right. It's okay. Oh, Uh-oh. yeah. That's the Internet. <laughs> all right. Let me get this let's, picture let's back. Let's call it QS, an Internet USB. Or, you know, we had a fade. <laughs> we had a fade. <laughs> so um, so back to where, you know, the, the voltage balance allows current or to come down on the outside of your coax. And so what you do is you take advantage of this... Uh, 22 foot length of uh, coax as a vertical antenna so now what you have is another component of the antenna radiating horizontal and vertical but also it 
it's um, helps and in, uh, in the multibandness it uh, allows for um, that instead of the horizontal length they might have a little bit better uh, uh, match or or the uh, the vertical piece of the co uh, coax so you get both it's kind of best of both worlds you get the horizontal component you get a vertical component and uh, we know vertical antennas have nice low rate uh, angle of radiation uh, off of the ground so it's uh, it's a interesting design uh, the original Wyndham was strictly a three wire antenna and the and the wire came into your shack it was designed back in 1929 and it was like talk about RFI in the shack you literally had it and uh, the only thing that was cut to length for the frequency was the horizontal point so just think of that coax coming down in the ballon and on your coax going back to your shack being a single piece of wire and uh, so when the Carolina Wyndham came into play I don't know I haven't uh, researched that much it just uh, I know it's been around a while and a lot of folks have really good success with it I've had it um, and uh, so when Christian sent the divorce papers to the to the hex it uh it was like hey i got a new mistress for you so uh, you sure did you sure uh -huh. did uh let's see we actually we could look we did put a question out to the community some people responded about it using the carolina windham now this isn't the savior this isn't the you know and i remember saying to steve you know i'm gonna miss of all of this 15 and 17 meters especially 17 man 17 is such a cool band and i blame you for turning me on to that i don't know how many years ago it's been now but you were like have you ever thought about 17 meters and i was like huh you know like 17 tell me more about that you know because some things like 30 meters i haven't done 10 meters i don't even think i have a contact on six meters yet but uh 17 meters man you talk about a cool little that is a cool band and I was like, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss that. And you're like, hey, man, the Winnie's got it. I've named it Winnie uh -huh. behind me. It's on. You can see the red light behind me back there in the number one slot. And there's orange tape on it. It, it has win. It's win. It's a Winnie. Nice. It's antenna. That, that was my, uh, that, I used that antenna on 17 meters, and it was great. I, in fact, I think one time you and I even had a QSO on 17, and that was the antenna I used. Uh, the community, uh, some folks reached out. Not a ton of people have used this antenna. Mm -hmm. uh, Don says, never tried limited space. Now, this one is uh, in service and will give you 6 to 80 meters uh, with a little bit of, you know, I, I can talk about the meter readings in just a little bit. Uh, Jesse from the Facebook group said, love mine till storm destroyed it. I could see how that would happen mm -hmm. yep. uh, for sure. No problem. He was using the Carolina Wyndham's that had a vertical coax element. Uh, Griff wanted a little more clarification. It seems like the Carolina Wyndham was maybe marketed a certain way by Radio Works, which is this antenna. Mm -hmm. This is where Steve uh, got this antenna from. Um, so he got into a little bit of uh, talking about the off-center fed, but we're talking specifically about this Wyndham because an off-center fed doesn't have to have this radiating element down at 22 feet you know you could have a four to one well the Wyndham is a th is that wire antenna that's the true Wyndham 
this antenna, the Carolina Wyndham, is a offshoot of that. And uh, so the original Wyndham did not have the coax or the balance or or anything. They didn't have that. They, they didn't have balance back in the late 20s, early 30s. Got it. And so this is a kind of a newer version. Mm-hmm. So it came up. And how the name Carolina Wyndham came up, I I, I don't know at this time. I could do some research, but it was uh, this design. And basically, it's an off-center-fed dipole. But instead of using a current ballon at the four, your 4-to-1 ballon, not being current ballon for your standard off-center-fed dipole, you use a voltage ballon. And then now you want to utilize a little bit of that voltage that's coming down the outside of your coax and then you have that uh, length of in, in the in this case it's really simple to figure it out if you if it's uh, the reason it's 22 feet it's basically 80 meters divided by four so it's 20 feet these guys use 22 feet um, there's a 40 meter version of this antenna 66 feet long from end to end 10 feet of coax between the two balance I get it now and, it's starting to make a little sense Got it. Yeah, and the offsets the offsets are a little bit different on on this one because of that. Uh, so instead of like a twenty eighty offset or thirty six, uh, uh, whatever, and uh, this one's like sixty two percent and thirty eight. So, okay. uh, but that, that's that it, basically that's what it is. That makes so. sense. So kind of a redesign of the old original off center fed, the old window. Mm-hmm. It, uh, we could call it an off-center fed dipole with a, a plus, off-center fed plus. You know, and you got that vertical component. Alan says uh, that was his first antenna, the Carolina Wyndham. My antenna tuner, auto tuner, was constantly making adjustments. The radiator section of co- uh, coax must be kept 15 feet away from any metal, which was difficult mm-hmm. uh, for him to maintain. Understood. Yeah, and I probably in the wind just kind of blew it around and changed yeah. the. Uh, yeah, my uh, this antenna is hanging off a piece from here. It's probably a hundred feet away, uh, give or take, twenty five feet or, or something like that, and then fifty feet up. Re says I've been using a home built clone of the Radio Works forty uh, to fifteen Carolina Windham, and over the past mm-hmm. six years, I've made over three thousand contacts and over. 70 countries and all seven continents continents look at that continents uh using 100 watts single sideband there you go there you go very nice Uh, there sorry we're listening to this antenna now you can see we're listening this antenna is listening to paul Uh, paul's uh roughly 10 over right now coming into Missouri. And uh, just to let you guys know, we're doing something different tonight. After the show, we'll wrap this show up in a a little bit. And uh, this show goes out to the podcast side. And we're going to do something different tonight called the post-show air check. The post-show air check. We're going to put this antenna on the air. Steve and I will probably hop on 20 meters and take calls in a very casual way. Uh, we'll open up a net logger though let the people know mm-hmm. but uh, after the show we'll do an air check 
And the contacts I make tonight will be on this Carolina Wyndham that we're talking about. So stick around for that. Although this will end if you subscribe and click the notification bell, you'll see that the second uh, stream is going to be happening, and you'll see that there on the 100 Watts and Wire uh, YouTube channel. Philip says, absolutely love my 10 through 80 Wyndham, and it's 22-foot vertical radiator. I've talked all over the world on 100 Watts at the height of the last sunspot cycle, at the low of the cycle, ALS 600 amp. Let me talk to most anyone I could hear. Keith says, used one a while back for field day. I was impressed. One of the club members made it. Okay. Doug said, I had mine from 2004 through 2017. Loved it. Got most of my DXCC with it until Mother Nature decided it did, I didn't need it anymore. And uh, just one more here from our community. Jim says, um, I've used the Carolina Wyndham for six years. 225DX, mostly digital, over 2,900 POTA and worldwide nice. flora and fauna contacts. Radio is Elad, FDM, Duo, Duo Art Amp, Max 120 nice. watts so, out. So there, there you, you go. go. Let's talk just yeah, a little bit. People are curious, mm-hmm. Steve, oh, like yeah. what the numbers are. And I've got the numbers. You guys aren't going to be able to really see these, I don't think. There it is. Go there ahead and go. focus Here. in on it. Now it's focused in. See that? These are my numbers. And uh, I know the people at home, I'm going to read them for you. But, you know, 80 meters was the highest of it all at 3.0. So let's talk about that. Bring me back in focus. 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 Focus, Daniel San. Focus. <laughs> so all the way down to six meters. Six meters was 1.5 uh, to 1.8, uh, which is great. And you know what? Some really strong contester, uh, Scott, he once told me, if it's under two to one, I don't even mess with it. And this guy's a monster. Uh, Scott, I'm, f- I'm missing his name, but it's uh, Scott MD. You know, is a K zero MD, uh, doctor. I believe. Doctor Scott. Doctor Scott, the one that yes. was helping with COVID research and everything else, and he's mm-hmm. big brained. Uh, big brain people tell me things, and they just have to say it one time usually. Uh, two to one, he doesn't even bother, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, all right, great. I look for it. I search for the best. I try to get the best out of everything. But, you know, he's right in a lot of ways. 10 meters, uh, 28, uh, 200 to 29.000. Uh, that's 1 to 9, 2.2. Totally tunable on any any sort of rig that will tune mm-hmm. things up. And uh, my ICOMs will tune 3.0 or under. So the point being, this antenna will tune anywhere I want it to from 6 meters to 80 meters 80 meters being right. the highest at the high end of 80 meters is 3.0 you can't really ask for more than that you know what I mean like this is kind of crazy usually you've got exactly. something that's out of whack mm-hmm. um, but these are my numbers uh, 40 on 40 meters at uh, 7.0 is 1.6 uh, to 2.3 it's a little outside, you know, what, what, what you want on a mono band, but hey. Mm-hmm. Your tuner takes care of that. Right away. It's, it's so quick. Okay, and let's talk about 17. 
17, there she is. She's 2.3 all the way across. Right, so I'm not, and I've heard some people say, you're not going to get the, uh, you know, the work band, work, what is it, the work bands or whatever. Work, work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll get it. The tuner will take care of it. Got it. built-in tuner, it's under three to one. Who cares? Eh, the tuner will handle it. 12 meters. You know, we got one, one, three, one point one, one. You know, twenty-four point nine nine zero. Anyway, let me just tell you, for a an antenna that can give you several different bands, this is a very interesting look. Is it the end all? No. Uh, is any antenna? Are you ever going to be super no. satisfied with any antenna? That's not our makeup. We're hams. You know, we're 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 always tinkering. We're always trying new things. But I was really pleasantly surprised. I thought for sure there'd be some things I would need to that I wouldn't get, you know. And maybe mm-hmm. the height difference, you know. Maybe if I wasn't, I think they wanted it what thirty two, thirty four feet. Uh, thirty feet uh, higher than thirty feet. But it was uh, has respectable uh, performance at 35 feet, and um, and, and that's uh, that, and the higher you get it, the better. I mean, obviously, yeah. But uh, as far as a, you know, we always talking about what's what antenna can I put up and get you know work all the all the various bands. You know, we, we have the G5RV. The, I mean, that's been the been around forever you know we talk about dipoles with their monoband but you know a lot of us here in the hobby don't have the luxury that like some of us have where we can put up you know multiple antennas they can only put up one and now you find it's what single antenna would solve those needs and um, and this is one the the carolina windham i think is a great all-around antenna that will give you all the bands it's not a you know it's not a big beam on a big tower and it's not a quad it's not a rhombic or anything like that but it'll get you on the air and if you're going to go out into the parks or a field day as one uh, talked about uh here you go it's just one and done and uh so it's something to think about yeah so uh you know don't overlook it yeah it's uh it's a, a different design and it's uh has two balance on there it's a little little bulkier than say like a g5 rv or or an off or your standard off center fed dipole but it has some pluses it has it has its pluses and then there's you know some minuses uh just by the design and the physical layout of it but uh, overall i think it's a it's a great antenna and i'm glad i was able to share it with you and uh <laughs> And you can uh, you can use it, and hopefully we can uh, we can make some more. And uh, now that I you know I kind of cracked the code uh, when I was doing the research on balance the number of months ago, and then I was like, oh, that's the key, <laughs> and uh, it was just. Uh, and then I just finally uh, did a little more research, and lo and behold, that's that's it. So. I'm gonna order some four to one voltage balance and uh, current balance, uh, inline current balance, and I'm gonna crank a couple of them out. Yeah, please do, uh, please do. I gotta say, uh, you know, it's important, and it's another conversation we've we've talked about it on the show before about Elmers. Uh, Steve is absolutely my Elmer, and everybody that that pays attention to this atmosphere, he's sort of everybody's Elmer too, and he's got over 40 years of doing it. 
And so that he sent me this antenna, there was no hesitation in like, okay, this man put it up. He used it. He had success. He beat beat it down. But he also took care of it. Look at it. Look, look at this. I love looking at this. He sent this to me. He was like, here it is. Look at the tape. Look at this weathered Samama. It, 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 was re- it was, he worked this, man. There's a sense of pride putting it up. Uh, you know, as I say, sometimes you just listen and see what other people have done and if they had success with it and they've tried it. You know, my expectations were pretty much like, let's see what we can do. Now, I know I got it up at 50 feet. That's because I've got these oak trees here and, you know, I've got other challenges. But uh, sometimes I can get that height up there. But if it comes at you like 30 plus feet, if you can do that, you've got a little space or you could do the 40 meter version, don't overlook it. You know, they're not sponsors of ours at all by any stretch. It's just actually Radio Works is uh, is no no longer. longer. Um, Jim uh, retired. Um, He had a you know a long career, and uh, I think uh, they sold off the product. They kept the company going after Jim retired long enough to where they sold the products. But uh, it it was a a well-made antenna. Uh, I've had it for a number of years. Others that I've known that used it for for many years and um so there might be other antenna companies out there that i might be producing them but you know what it's easy to homebrew and i think if we uh you know find the right parts and uh we can uh, we could do it ourselves and uh, go from there i think it's fun learning about these antennas uh, steve made me a double bazooka this year and maybe that's what we'll talk about next week, and we can dig into the double bazooka a little bit. I really love this antenna. I'm not going to use it tonight. Uh, tonight we're going to do something different, and I hope it'll it'll catch on and stay. Coming up tonight after this show, just give us a few minutes to because uh, these old boys need to take a leak. Yes, tinkle. Got it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll go and do that. We'll wrap this show up. This gets sent off to the podcast, the audio podcast side. And then what we'll do is I will start a second stream tonight called the Post Show Air Check. All of you who are here tonight, uh, we will go and find a nice warm spot on 20 meters at least to start. And the contacts that I make tonight will be with this antenna. It'll be with the Wyndham, and we'll get to to see how that goes uh, so uh, the easiest way to figure out what we're doing is probably subscribe to the YouTube channel come here on Sundays and go look on yeah. go ahead. and we can do, also we'll be up on uh, NetLogger so just look for us so I'll list it as uh, 100 watts and a wire air check couple comments coming in tonight thank you guys for coming by appreciate it and uh, we'll, we'll take and put the camera uh, as we have to on Uncle Paul. He's got a contract. He's very strict. He counts the minutes that his face is on the screen. <laughs> but while we look and listen, I just want to say hello to a, a few people there. Jeff uh, is here. Don't forget, you can visit us on Discord now, too. It's a very small and intimate group here. I really like the audio aspect of it. I can actually take callers on nights like this. There's directions on how to do that on the Discord channel, and if I can get to it fast enough tonight, I'll post it for you. Maybe somebody else can post it. Uh, Great Lakes, good evening to you. Good to see you. 
let's see. Mark says he's got his MFJ off-center fed dipole. It works 40 to 6. Good option for you. Not a problem at all. DJ's got a 40 meter. Seems uh, a little long tonight. We're getting a little check-in. He's not hearing Uncle Paul too well, he says. Let's see. Wes is in. I guess he's not traveling tonight. It's probably a good thing. Larry off the grid. He says good evening. He's Kilo Zero Hotel, India Oscar from Southern Ohio. And he says you're a 5'9". 5'9". There right. we go. Larry, you're off the grid. You're using a little bit of uh, solar power there tonight. Ah, speaking of, I got to talk about the fallout. We got to talk about the fallout. Just trying to tell you all yes. the fun things to do. Tonight, we want to work you on the air. Work Uncle Paul on uh, 40 meters. If you're listening to this now in post, as we would say, you can join us if you're home, not near a radio. Watch the live stream on Sundays. Take the podcast with you. People who are here tonight live, 7236, you can work Uncle Paul. And Steve and I, in a couple minutes, will figure out where we're going to go when we wrap up the show. The fallout's coming, guys. We really want you uh, to participate. We've got some cool prizes. Go to 100wattsandawire.com. Click on operating events and uh, figure out everything that's going on there. I think we uh, froze up again, Steve. Steve has frozen up again, but it's frozen up with a smile. That's all right. That's good. It's perfect time. Oh, you are there. Oh, he he just dropped off. It's okay. It's just, it's just life. The audio listeners are like, (laughs) you thought video was cool. You thought video was so damn cool. There goes Uncle Steve again. We're sidecar, but we got him here. Um, he's back, just goofing around. It's the internet fade. We got the internet we got QSB. It, man. We need the fiber. We need fiber where you are, and we need it where I am, and we need it now. We need it now. Now you're five nine. <laughs> uh, the fallout is October eighth through the tenth. I would uh, love it if you would join us again. Go to the website. Look at the prizes. It's not a contest, but it is an operating event. It really is the year's best excuse, Steve, to get on the air and just uh, put it on your calendar. Sometimes putting it on your calendar can help make it happen, whatever it is. Making love, uh, making a stew, I don't know. Make some contacts October 8th through the 10th. Put it on your calendar. Get 25 contacts or more. Then you can submit your totals and possibly win one of those prizes. We've got antennas. We've got a solar panel from Power Film Solar, who's been very generous with us. Bio Anno Power is going to give away a battery and a charger. So if you're a portable type person, you already got the antenna. All you need is the radio. So check it out, October 8th through the 10th. I'll be working from the old wooden shed. If it's not too cold, maybe Steve and I will do a stream where we do like what we're getting ready to do here in a few minutes. And make some contacts with people. We had a really good time during the tune-up in the spring. Yeah. Uh, and uh, might have Paul, to do the same setup again. Paul, this is funny. We were they, we were trying to work fallout stations, <laughs> and I'm on 100 watts. Steve's out portable on 100 watts outside in his uh, his garage or his shop. And Paul's where you see him now, dropping 1,200 watts on people. And here I am. I'm trying to call a station that's running uh, fallout. Steve's trying we to call both. him. We're, yeah, we're, we're having both. fun, right? We're laughing at mm-hmm. our what off. And Paul comes along, 
and picks up, drops trowel, picks up his tremendous stone, and just drops them down right on. Like, and he's like, November 2, Hotel Yankee Golf. And I'm like, son of a... And it's like, it's Paul in Tom's River, New Jersey. Like, holy moly. Awesome. It was like a wave. Like being in the ocean. And turning around to look at the wave and have it crash right on your face. It was like and being on North Shore, Hawaii, and here comes that wave and that twenty footer, and it just just crashes down on you. That well, that was us. Steve was like, we were just like Kilo Zero Sierra Tango, you know, hundred watts out. It was T seven on November two Hotel Yankee Golf, and like. Uh, you know, <laughs> and, he, and he works the station and he takes off like what yeah, kind just of person like, just, it was hysterical I mean the true big gun it was like wow yeah I got yeah. schooled <laughs> I don't want to see Paul in person ever I, I just want to have the image knowing that his fortitude is it needs to be lifted in a five pound paint bucket because that's what it felt like on that day. Okay, well, I got a lot of problems, and you know this. You know this. A special thing tonight we're going to do, we're going to sign off here and come back in a couple of minutes uh, and work some people on the air. 100 Watts in a Wire is dedicated to doing radio. You see it happening here tonight. Paul is running right there, uh, getting a good laugh. He doesn't hear this stuff, and I doubt he goes back. Thank goodness. I, I really don't want him to hear this because if I'm called into like Uncle Paul's office, it'll be like, oh no. What hey, I heard HR you were talking about my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you to stop talking about my balls. Okay. 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 Paul, okay, Paul. Well, but I have to describe that. I don't, I don't want you no longer talking about my. So, uh, yeah, they have. It's love, Paul. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> I feel like I really know you, Paul. Good God. <laughs> oh, my God. Tonight, contacts will be made on the Wyndham uh, up at 50 feet. I hope I can hear you. The ends are pointed uh, to the northeast and southwest, so I'm, I should be able to hear Steve. Uh, we'll still try to run the power tonight. Thinking about 20 meters, I don't know. We'll look around in this short, brief turnover here. But uh, please go look for the go look for this on the 100 Watts in a Wire uh, YouTube channel. It'll look like this, and we'll be starting that stream in just a couple of minutes. And uh, for now, you can also go work. Paul, he's still working. And if you're a friend listening online, uh, you know wherever you may listen on the podcast, because many I know still uh, do that. Take it with them. If you're ever in a hotel, or you're traveling, you're on vacation, you can uh, follow along. On the air and on the st- in the stream uh, with us anytime. So we're covering both bases, but we are doing ham radio tonight. And you can work me and Sidecar Steve coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, what did we miss? Did we miss anything? We always we got Paul's face in there. Look, he's looking at the screen, so it's gonna. Yes, yes. They've talked he's, about he's my. It. They've talked about my junk, and everything's going <laughs> great. Everything's great. We'll know if he no, listens. The only thing we missed is join us on the Discord group. And, Discord, uh, that's right. Yeah, it's a very active group, and uh, come and join, join us in the Discord group. Yep, love to have you there. All right, take care of yourselves. Look after each other if you can, and by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. The post-show air check happens next. Stand by. 7-3, guys. 7-3, everyone. 
To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.